for San Francisco in the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink. Have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays. Taco Tuesdays. First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive.
be Tuesday and I know that you have done and ended all your holiday parties I know everything now is different and you are in the new year now you're like holy shit how much money did I fucking spend and in that sorrow you're looking out to beyond our comprehension to say please Take my mind away from where I'm at right now. Give me some kind of something, some kind of an inspiration. I was just talking to the people, the patrons, the patrons of Beyond Our Comprehension out there who donate the $1.75, the $150, or the $125. That's all it is a month. That's what they donate. So that way we can have a dialogue in the studio that you don't hear on the air. And it's video, so you're immersed into it. And it's a time that you get to just enjoy, do a fucking watch party or whatever. But we need you. You know, you can overcome anything you gotta fucking overcome. I'm telling you that. I'm sorry I'm putting the F-bombs out there. I'll rain back. But I want to know with a very enthusiastic adjective what burdens later on in life can turn into some kind of a blessing. So let's just kind of enjoy Pink Floyd here. Thank you, Mother, for the years that you gave me. No matter if they were good or bad. Mama, do you think she's good enough? My goodness. 
the love that you were able to give to me, I took all the way in and look where I am now. I get to die twice and absolutely, absolutely live to my fullest. Doesn't everybody want to? Thou golden slumbers, O sweet content, art thou rich, yet is thy mind perplexed, O what punishment. Does thou laugh to see how fools are vexed to act to golden numbers, golden numbers, O sweet content, Oh, sweet, sweet content. Work apace, 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 apace. Honest labor bears a lovey face. Then, hey, nani, nani, hey, nani, nani. Cast drink the waters of crisp spring. Oh, sweet content. Swimmest thou in wealth, yet sinkest in thine own tears, O punishment. Then he that patiently wants burdens bears, no burdens bears, but is king a king. O sweet content. O sweet, sweet content. Work a pace, work a pace, work a pace, work a pace. Honest labor bays a lovely face. Then hey nani nani, hey nani nani. Only way you can make a happy heart is by working your labor down until you 
don't know what you've done until something is created so big around you that you decide that there must be some kind of entity working through you, that this can't be you, you can't be this good at something, but you are. You are that good. Hey, how are you doing? Happy New Year. How's everything out there in the world of UPS? Or, I'm sorry, USPS. Right? Nobody's tried to run you over by texting yet? <laughs> All right, have a beautiful one. All right, bye-bye. Nor rain, nor sleet, nor freezing winds or cold. That junk mail is going to get you. Get you, get you, get you. For your money. Now you're broke, that's true. The holidays took over. Make you broker. Now you got the blues. So what do you do? I'm feeling so down in blue. Oh, the credit card debt. They're after me. How can you see? What do you turn? What happens when you've overspent the spend of the spend and now you don't know what to do? There is no grin. You're shying away from your friends because you can't go out there into the bars. Can't even afford a drink. You're lapping everything out of the gutters just as the rain pours down. You're just hoping that winter lasts a little bit more so you can fill up another five-gallon pail of water. Because they sucked you into another portal. They sucked you into another commercial, another world outside the reality of what world is, wasn't it? And now you look back and you're 10 pounds heavier and you don't know what to do. And Clem at Beyond Our Comprehension Podcast at Mutiny Radio here in the performance theater and radio station is going to tell you what to do. Get the fuck out of your house and walk down to the Mission Districts to 2781 21st Street, San Francisco, California, the corner of 21st Street and Florida, and come and lose a little bit of calories by sharing in the laughter and the enjoyment of the next Four hours as I control the harbor. Nobody's coming in and out. That's it. If you're stranded at sea, just turn on to mutinyradio.fm. That's right. It's mutinyradio.fm. And let me give you a sample of what goes on here. Do you mind? I don't know. Here's what we're going to do right now. I'm going to go into... The world, the world of non-paid advertisements. That's right. I am only telling you the things that I use personally and in none have paid me a dime. That's why I'm broke as shit. I rubbed two pennies together. It started a fire. Now I'm two cents less. I think that's negative two cents. I had no sense to begin with. But ump bump. Oh, Clem, just get serious. 
I read to you from um, the Golden Treasury, and then obviously if you don't know ABBA and money, 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 then please go back into the womb of your mother and tell her she did a bad fucking job during your trimesterism of not playing some really good goddamn fucking music. All right? And that's what I'm about to play for you. Not an advertising of the show, but I like it and you will love it. And here's the early work. And I know everybody hates the early work, but it's the best. And this is going to get you so in the mood. I'm telling you. Here we go. This is Scrubs by JC Leanne. You can find all her music on YouTube and Vimo, but go see all her videos that's going on. You can see the nudist. Let's see, where do I got the newest one? The newest one should be wrong. Uh, that was posted out there October of 2019, and it's official music video that's out there on YouTube. Go to Vimeo and everything out there. I'm going to play one of the original ones that I think is amazing here. That's right. I don't know how you other 
DJs do it, but you got to get down. Let's continue with JC Reed as I finish up the mic check. What am I doing? Hey, don't you know from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., it's one of the sponsors of this show, Beyond Our Comprehension. It's Clem's Castaways Open Mic and Improv. Come down, walk the plank, sign the oars of passage as you make us laugh. Remember... Clem's Castaways has a warning, and I do it now. Clem's Castaways contains deep, dark, dark blue material, extreme adult material, bizarre sexual content, and absolutely racial offensive material. That's right. It's a zombie Zomedy, I'm sorry, it's a zomedy free zone. That's right, social comics. This is not the PC area. If you come in here, you may have a heart attack, and we call it the MMTs. That's right, they're called MMTs, emergency medical technicians, and that's what you're gonna need if you step in here and your virgin ears get blown back to your mama's womb. That's right, we get a lot of people born in the ages 60s and 70s and early 80s and if you'd like to learn a little bit you young puppies you young puppies just come on in and just hold your spank spank just hold your spank spank for a little bit later just a spank spank we know it we know it but we gotta get it out this is the pc shout and clem is starting the underground underground that's right the zomedy zone it's the underground underground clem's castaways and you have to join the pirate nation at patreon.com and go to beyond our comp please it's just a dollar 25 a dollar 50 or dollar 75 for everything get it now please another sponsor of our show is norca on camera that's right youtube norca on camera may i just play Norca on camera is my wife, male to female, transgender. Our story of marriage was covered by Balating America, which is a Philippine news. She is my oxygen. She is everything to me. If I had a rock and anchor during my time, and I have loved every woman I've ever been with at every single time, every male too, everything across the world. And she at now is the foundation, the barnacle that holds and attaches my love to the terrestrial world. You can see her whole story at Norca on camera on YouTube. That's Norca on camera. Go to YouTube. Would you please go there and subscribe? She has got me through death, through an illness where I almost died. I, she has gotten me through a lot. Of, I must take a lot of chances. Yeah, I do. Honor her, would you? I love her. Oh, that's a risque. Warning, it's kind of adult looking. She is a hottie. Oh, thank you. All right, we're going to continue. Harborside in Oakland. That's right, Harborside in Oakland. I know I'm deep into the show already, but, you know, it's all right. We're... We're still 30 minutes into it, and I got to cover this stuff. I got to cover some people that, you know, go to 
Patreon.com, beyond our comp, Patreon.com, beyond our comp, Patreon.com, beyond our comp, and then go ahead and subscribe to everything. And then I don't have to do this whole 30 minutes of advertising and support and everything. We just roll right into the fun. But if you do go to Patreon.com, beyond our comp, and you subscribe, then you get the dialogue. I was telling them about the songs and why I picked the songs and everything in the background of it. If you want to come down to Beyond Our Comprehension, especially if you're a comic in the area or you've got any kind of talent or you got no talent at all, but you just want to come in and hang out from two, right, to four, please don't come in and sleep in there. It's not a homeless shelter, but I'd love to talk to you if you're homeless. I did a homeless series, Beyond Our Comp. You can find that on YouTube. Go to Beyond Our Comprehension on YouTube and you can find that. But Harborside, I was talking to Morgan today. That's right. I walked right in there. I said, hey, brother from another mother, how you doing? I'm like, I'm so good. Look at me. I said, look, I'm back in doing chest on Monday, back on Tuesday. I got arms and forearms and abs on Wednesday. And then I take a little break and I, you know, do a little bit of jogging and cardio. And then it's legs. Don't you hate doing legs on Fridays? They should never be a Friday because everybody wants to do legs on Fridays. And I don't know why, because you can't enjoy the weekend. But anyways, I was back there. I was telling them, look at this. Woo-hoo-hoo. And I went in and I got my California dreaming. California dreaming. It's got a sparkling juice. There's no sugar added to it. And it's got 10 milligrams of THC. No CBD in it. 12 ounces. $6. Refreshing. You know, it's it's just as much as a drink you're going to go to Starbucks. So why not just take a little bit of THC, a little bit of sativa there, and have a brightened day. Sparkling juice, all natural, organic. California dreaming at Harborside, Oakland in the Bay. They also carry some great um, joints that are pre-rolled, Right? As I say, they're nice medicine sticks, right? Mobile medicine sticks for me. And that's what I got today. And then, of course, the gummy for my hummy. Woo-hoo! Wake up in the morning, got to do something, and I got that. We got our mic check. That was what I was doing is mic check one, check two, check three. Of course, we had ABBA. You heard that one. And then, uh, if you like, let's do... The last one. Let's do our last. Which one am I going to? Oh, there it is, right? So, what did we cover? Oh, I, I was talking in the morning. I'm like, brother, I'm like, you know, it's a great place. As a matter of fact, it's so amazing because the people behind the counters there are like not stupid idiots. They have degrees. Yes. And it pleases them to work in a cannabis store. I can understand. I can understand. All right, so you can find me on Facebook at Beyond Our Comp. That's our page where you can see some of the videos we posted there. We will be going live after the break, which is the 2.30 break. We'll be going live on Facebook at uh, Beyond Our Comprehension if everything goes well uh, with the computer system, which I think it is. And this is all being video recorded, so it will be posted for you, Patreon, Beyond Our Comp, uh, wonderful, lovely people. We love you. We're going to talk about sex today. 
Did you know that? Do you know yeah. that? I don't think we should talk about oh, this. Come on, why not? People might miss You gotta talk about sex talk in you your know? life. You, you know, I'm putting a joke together about the Chinese dynasty and how great they are with their sexual intimacy. And they're very, very romantic. They're very, very well, healthy people because for thousands and thousands of years, they included sex into their doctors, right? Into their health. That's what they used. Isn't that amazing? That's what they did. That's what they used. And that's what they taught. Of course, that edging, boy, it's tough. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about a little bit of heart's desire, some poetry. We'll talk about handling the people of the aging and whatever books I brought. And maybe we'll get into Leviticus. You want to get into Leviticus? How about you out there? You want to get into Leviticus? I realized when I was reading last night, when I wanted to go to sleep and I grabbed the the many uh, different international, I got an international one, I got the book, it was like the dummy one, like the sixth grade version of it, right? Uh, I got the, the regular one, and then I got the one at home that you can't mark in, right? Because that's the one that's like, weighs like fucking 10 pounds, right? And that's the family one. And so I brought it out there and I'm just flipping through. That's how I do it. Just flip through. All right, wherever the thumb, come on, thumb, 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 boom. Landed in Leviticus and I'm like, here it is. This is the first barbecue recipe book ever documented by the Christian faith. Yeah, I know. I'd rather talk about sex too. But then we're also going to talk about, I was over at uh, Contra Costa TV the other day, and that was kind of a pretty awesome. Uh, they had just wrapped up filming for Veterans Voices, which is a, a series uh, on veterans of all types, you know, Vietnam, World War One, World War Two, Korea, um, you know, Af uh, Desert Storm, the Afghanistan, all the, the veterans are and uh interesting story interesting books are out there so we'll talk about that we hope that won't bring you down then we're gonna go up in knowledge that's right we have to go up in knowledge and in science and technology and so that will come but right now here we are 2 30 at the break and 2 30 i just want to make this i want to make this all the way that it, all the time all the time at the 2 30 so here we are at the 2 30 break and at the 2 30 break okay Two thirty break. I gotta thank my brothers from another mother and a lot of people. Thank you, brother Hopkins, Mark Hopkins. Thank you, Sergeant Camacho, Officer Surik, Mike Huntington, Chris Robinson, the doctors at UC Davis, all the people, the thoracic God, as they had twenty of their fellowships just on his heels, dripping like honey to the knowledge that that came from his lips ambulance workers that saved my life brought me back from cardiac death this music's for you 
Thank you so much. Credence Carol Water Revival. A bad moon rising. I see a bad moon rising. I see trouble in your soul. It's illuminated from the darkness of your eyelids. The darkness of your pupils telling me you need some love. Do you need some love, baby? Need love now. But you don't know how to do it, so you gotta get some information from someone. And what information is that going to be? What information is that going to be? It's going to be from beyond our comprehension. Here we go. Sex. Sex is very important. Sex I love. I love the perversion of it. I love the absolute bliss of it. I was talking uh, to some of the background stuff that you get only when you subscribe monthly. And, uh, you know, sex is more than... act of copulation right to to increase the numbers of our species it is also biology's way of you know making sure that we're diverse enough to handle the changes that come in nature from viruses and bacteria it's fun if you do it in the consenting way. But how many of you out there have had just great sex? Sex where you didn't know who you are and where they were and how it went and intertwined. Very few times. Very few times. One or two times in my full lifetime. Here at almost the half century mark. Where you just forget what you're doing and you forget. You can even forget your partner's name. Face disappears. All you do, if you're good at it. If you're good at it, right? And you know, women, you know. Women, you know if a man is good enough in sex. You know this. How do you know this? Because he kisses you and transports you to a different universe and plane. And you interlock with him and you forget where you're at. You forget you're in public. You forget you're at a restaurant. You forget you have a child. (laughs) Where's my child? I'm sorry, we were kissing. That, that is the true. When you can forget yourself and you are just in the passion. All those different sounds that that love makes, right? That kissing makes. Deep kissing. When you know you got someone who can deep kiss you, who just in about 
it's like a race car, right? Somebody who's really good at sex or maybe really horrible at sex, but good in different ways, like maybe they don't have the equipment between their legs, right? They've got something that's average, but it's not, you know, something to write home about. But they can do other things. And so, you know, sometimes you just are willing to compromise. Because when they kiss you, you forget, you forget you're human. Have you ever had that? I've had that. Oh, I've had that. I've had that a few times with a few different people. And I knew when we were going to have coitus, I knew when we were going to fuck, I knew it was going to be at some level. It may never be again. It was, it may never repeat itself, but at that time, right? Which the Taoism, if you, if you read the guide to sex and ecstasy, I think I brought that along today. You know, I usually rape the goodwills of their fantastic books. I tried to save the young. I tried to save the young. The, the, I used to be the one where my nana would go, ah, 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 one finger. Because I would fucking touch everything. If a woman's cooter was around, I'd probably touch it. Kissing. That's the one thing that uh, the Taoism teaches is that you you may not even have to have the experience of an orgasm in the sense of ejaculation. It tells you that there is the possibility if you are very like if you did like me, like if you found there was something to grab onto because nobody wants to slip in the shower. Right. And if you found that God had made you right, that nature had made you something to hold on to between your legs and it would help balance you. A lot of people don't know when they have masturbation as you start it. Right. You start to lean back a little bit because, of course, it, it elongates a little bit. And you want to lean back and so you say, yeah, it's a little bit longer. Right. That's perception. Right. It's the existence of the arousal is the observer effect. Yeah, young. And that's what happens. If your mother gets sick and there's no one to supervise you, a boy will get into everything. Everything. And I found the dirty, dirty. I found the dirty books. And I could read early. I had a bad lisp. I didn't have a lot of friends. A lot of pop. People told me I was just that little sissy half a fag that was retarded. I had a lisp. My tongue did not know where to go. I corrected that one, though. That is not a problem anymore. But I found that book. And oh, it was dirty. It's so dirty. I found that and just reading it because my mind was very visual. Uh, I pictured and it's just, and there it was, you know, there it was. It went from nothing to, Hey, that's, that's like a handrail. Let me hold on to that. Let me hold on to that handrail. That's perfect. Let me finish up the showering. You get the soap on it and then hello. 
everybody knows. What a lot of people don't know is when the skin starts coming off. Like when you start masturbating so much that the penis can't can't go through the regular steps of growth and then, you know, after time, it's like a snake skin comes off and it sheds. I don't know. Has everybody had that? 415-550-0511. Has your penis skin fallen off during the progression of your youth? As I, that was something I, I don't think anybody talked about that. You talk about directing jizz with your arm, right? Stanhope does a great bit about that. That was easy, right? If you masturbate enough, you know how to get rid of the evidence. And that's when the water hits your arm, you direct that. You now can solve big picture problems. Do you understand that? At a young age, when you have to get rid of the evidence of your ejaculatory fiesta, that masturbating love, it's good. Do it all the time. Do it all the time. But not if you want to really have great relationships. It could be kind of awkward when you're making that sandwich. And you're trying to rub one out. And you forget which knife had the mayonnaise on it. And Oh, no. Too dark? Okay. We'll save that for the other show. But sex is important. Kissing can tell. Ladies, if he's not a good kisser, then tell him to go back to the university and get his degree. All right, that's the first thing. <clears throat> I'm, I have a t-shirt when I go into the bar that says bad fuck, right? It's not that I'm a bad fucker, right? I'm not a bad motherfucker. That's not what the t-shirt said. It says a bad fuck. But on the back of it, it says question mark oral, right? Because I've learned. And a lot of that can start. I'm like, oh, you know, first it's the face, the certain face. Like my wife's face is perfect, for kissing. My first wife's face was too. I've been lucky where the face is just matched up, right? Because that's really important for great kissing. You have to have that great mouth chemistry, that great mouth physics. And it's really the structure of the lips and everything that makes great, great kissing. And everybody can find their mate. Don't worry about that. You got to have sex. And if you haven't, here's the thing. If you don't know what nine and a half weeks are, you're watching too much porn. Go watch that. As a matter of fact, you'll respect that male actor a lot more. He was amazing in that role. And that one, that one, I want you to take it to the next level. The way you take it to the next level is every, both of you have safety words. Now that's right, safety words. Safety words are important. And it's really not something, you know, honestly, uh, it is something that you can do just in relationship if you're not married. I remember, oh, her name is beautiful. That's what I'm going to call her. She was Nubian. She was a cheerleader. She was a princess. She was my sister's roommate. I really messed up on that one. That's really, I don't suggest you do that. Don't disrespect your siblings by having sex with their roommates. It's not cool, right? That's not a tight thing to do. That's kind of, that's kind of bougie. But my penis 
had a mind of its own. And that's sometimes that happens. Everybody knows. Don't tell me that that little, don't tell me that that angry cooter rip between your leg doesn't just ramp up that engine after the cycles and just go get me dick get me dick get me dick give me dick get me dick and you can't ignore it it just keeps going on get me dick give 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 me dick and it'll even go to your favorite songs or songs you don't even know right give me dick baby give me dick baby or is that wrong is dicky 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 baby it's dicky 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 all i want is dicky 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 sometimes you can substitute and it's very important that you have the sexual freedom to explore those kind of a stores where you can go in and say, I need a substitute to stupid men. Do you have those? Do they come in different sizes? Can I pick different colors, different actions, right? Just no mouth. That's what I don't want. No talk back. All I want is just something that substitute for, for this kind of sound. Have you, have you ever heard this one? Has anybody come in and asked for something that satisfies this? Give me dick, 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 that you can spare, but of course, I need something that is not, yeah, I need something to substitute that, and that's what happens, don't tell me it doesn't, I've been around, I've been around, I didn't have a mother to warn me of it, so there were certain things that I've done that I've I talked about in, in the first action of my, that beautiful, gosh, she was so beautiful, golly, you talk about ever being stupid and mistreating somebody. That's me. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful, beautiful mind, beautiful body. And I have never, ever had the same fellatio as a proper term. I'll try to keep this episode not dark blue. I'll try to keep it clean. Best fellatio ever. It was the actual definition of what a blowjob is. It sounded, it sounded, do you, you understand? It had blowing and sucking going on in it, and there was a sound. And to this day, have never, ever, 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 and I'm searching across the USA and you international. But I've never had any kind of repeat of that blowjob. A real, absolute princess, queen, African-American blowjob. I highly recommend it. I do. It's fantastic. And there should be a training video out there that men should be able to be comfortable with to tell women to, can you watch this, please? Do you mind? 
because I would love to reach the point in this book right here where it says you're supposed to be good at that. And right now, hun, you suck shit. Of course, women. Don't tell me that the olfactory senses aren't something that gives you a warning, 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 right? I mean, there's just so much Karangi bacteria that a person can handle. The you know the one that produces the odors and the and the bo that we call body overs our essence, right? That varies from person to person with diet and their environment and and their habits of health. But it's not just oral. I'm very good at that, though. Very good. I'll just tell my wife, do you want to just go ahead and just order like a Grubhub or something like that? Because I'm going to be down here for a while. Okay. Are you comfortable? Can I support your back a little bit more? Right. I'm going to be down here with goggles and I'm going to pretend that I'm on Ocean Quest or whatever it is. And Jack Cousteau is my right hand man. And he is going to be telling me in my ear all the different things that I can do to this clitoris in order to make you shudder and try and squeeze my head like a pop pencil. Pimple. Sorry about that. But smell is important in the perineal area, right? You don't want somebody with stinky dickhead and you don't want somebody, not stinky dick, not, I'm, I'm not calling somebody, you're a stinky dickhead. No, I'm not, I'm saying they have stinky dickhead, right? And it, it is probably a little bit more prone to those that aren't circumcised and those are the, the uh, aging, right? Dilemma, we all age, right? But that package, that region has had a lot of, a lot of heat, a lot of sweats going on in its lifetime, right? And so there's a different kind of odor that develops in the skin. The uh, stratified, keratinized, squamous, epithelial tissue that makes up our our skin. There's, there's really five layers to it. Uh, can little girls slap boys? Uh, B is the basal layer. That's where all the cells are created. Uh, genesis happens there cellular genesis and then it goes uh to a stratified uh uh layer i'm not probably not saying that right the granulosum the spinosum so it goes from the basal to the spinosum there's some some differentiation of the cells there the granulosum and development of some kind of the proteins and then you know it goes into the lucium and the room i think but over time the perineal area will develop odors right of course it is and so you've got to spend some time cleaning that and the sticky dickhead stinky dickhead can totally be taken care of if you are embarrassed about it then just do this right i can give you the whole recipe email me at clem.cc.boc at gmail.com i've had people call my voicemail the google voicemail the phone number is 916-794-5598 that's 916 916- seven nine four five five nine eight they've called and said how amazing their sex life is now again they thank me for giving them 
back the control that they had that they lost just over natural just work and lifetime and things come on you don't take care of your perineal area a lot you don't clean your penis as much as you need to you don't understand the chemistry that's going on down underneath the skin layer uh, and and your your folds there and so I'm like I'm I'm happy because oral sex it, you know if you look into the different uh, books oral sex and anal sex and sex however it is right is something that is very relished into the yin and the yang right the yin and the yang right I'll do the female yin so female is yin and yang is male. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. You can, you know, email me, clem.cc.boc at gmail.com. You want to do it, we'll go ahead and do it phonetically, right? It's for you people out there. I don't understand that. Can you help me out? And here we go. All you're going to do is you're going to take the first letter of everything that I'm going to say, right? So you're going to write down this. Charlie, Lima, Echo, Mike, period, right? So dot. Bravo, I'm sorry. Let me start again. Charlie, Le Charlie Lima, Echo Mike dot Charlie, Charlie dot Bravo, Oscar, Charlie at golf, Mike, Alpha, India, Lima dot Charlie, Oscar, Mike. So it's just basically Clem dot CC dot BOC at gmail dot com. And I would love to help you through that problem. So that way your your sexual experience is heightened more and so that way you can get be more intimate with your relationship and being more intimate in your relationship is more intimacy in the bedroom and that sexual relationship and that comes and it 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 happens you know i mean there's some smells that biologically we're just attracted to and and over time though you know their odors can last and be developed into the skin cells there uh, so definitely if you need that, uh, it worked for me. My, uh, sex life has definitely approved. Uh, like I said, you know, I don't, I don't recommend anything if I haven't used it myself. And like I told my babe, I'm like, babe, smell my dick. She's like, come on. No, I'm like, smell my dick. Cause before she's like, Oh, I don't want to give you oral. No. Ugh. Right? And you women have all been out there. Don't fucking tell me you haven't. You have. You've been like, fuck, I like this guy, but God, his dick fucking stinks. Right? Or shit, he said he was circumcised. He's not circumcised. Oh, there's going to be an odor when I pull it back. Oh, there's going to be a, some kind of a taste. Right? And that's what you don't want. When I'm down there at Cooter Center, right, I want a fast food person on my right side. I want, a, I want somebody with a massage uh, machine on the other because I'm going to be down there for hours and hours and hours. I'm going to take you on a journey where your mind leaves this world so many times that you forget who you are and the spasms, right? You're just going to be, that's what I want. And females are so amazing because they are very heightened when their cooter saying dick 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 right and they wash it and they're ready and you find out the females out in the bar and they're I can take dick at any time now. Do you understand? I am at the bar and my cooter is ready. So if the opportunity comes, I'm taking dick home. Dick find me. 
And it's important, and you do, right? And and female will tell you, is everything okay? And I'll be like, absolutely. And there can be a little funk to it or be whatever, whatever you're willing to do. It's up to you. Ladies, I know you're making the decision. I will do, am I going to suck this or whatever? Don't be afraid to wash the dick. Or just say, I am going to put a rubber package on this and it's going to taste like plastic until he comes. Hey, you do what you got to do, right? If you're spending money, take the money. I'm taking the money and I'm just going to wrap some plastic around here and we'll just pretend, ugh, nasty ass. I can cure that. Just email or call 916-794-5598. Call now. It's free. But call now, get it until before it's not free, right? 916-794-5598. Any complaints about the show, please. The warning is, I know. I know. But this, I was at the TV station. I said, what do I do? I said, look, I've spent $200 a month at the radio station so I can talk my mental health stuff. So I can talk anything that I need to talk so I can get it out of my system so that way I can perform through the rest of the week in this chaotic, social, angry hell that we all have to deal with. That, I don't know, I don't think I made, but I guess I did. I went through college and I had this African-American teacher and she said, well, I'm sorry, Clem, but you know, it's white men's fault. It's all your fault. I'm like... But then she was telling me the story how her grandmother pretended she was white so that way she could get land. I'm like, ah, hypocrite, right? Can I talk fucking misappropriation there? Is that right? Can we do that? No. There was fucking more than 400 years of slavery. I had to sit there and let her fucking tell me that it was my fault. And I dropped out of the fucking class. Here, you can go over there. Fuck you. You don't know who the hell I am. It's not my fucking fault. And I'm sorry, you're not getting dick, 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 Right? You're a type A personality. You're waiting for somebody to give you a 10-carat ring and then put you in the little princess castle. Not me. I am absolutely true to the fucking Disneyland character of the prince. Right? The shiny knight in armor. My bitch has the palace. I defend it. I came into her life, conquered the fucking dragons, brought her out. Let's be who you want to be, right? We had our marriage on the governor's balcony. Of course, we didn't afford that. Nobody was really allowed over there. But since they were filming for the station, they... uh and the elevators were going ding, 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 beep, beep. They're just buzzing. They took us over to the other side so that way we could hear. And we could barely hear at that time anyways. But it is what it is. What were we talking about? Sex? All right. Here, let me give you something out of the psychology of sex. It's by Havelock Ellis. This is one that... Uh, is a gem that I saved from the Goodwill there. Copyright here is 1933, again at 1938. So this only got a good six years of fucking out there. But it's nice because I like some of it. It's just what happens, it's a little masculine. 
right? Because men, we know are apes. We, when we reach our higher apes sense, right? When, when our primal sense is going on, when we're having the coitus, we're savages. Sometimes it's just we want to bust that nut. Not in other religions. Not in other teachings. Just kind of in Western. Because we got a lot of shit to do. We multitask too much. But in other ones, no. This take time. You may meditate for seven days. You may go through seven days or ten days of edging, right? Taking yourself to the experience of master, uh, through masturbation to, to eat, eat, well, you know, to flaccidness. You can complete, right? You're going to come. But in other religions, not Western, right? And something that's actually social, right? Something that was built in, in kind of in the Chinese dynasty, you see that sex, the act of sex, was something as vital as paying the bills, as raising your children, something as vital as working, right? It was something that you meditated for, you got up, it was an event, and it lasted, and you turmoiled into the ecstasy that you were absorbed in. But you know what? It doesn't mean that homosexuality isn't also a part of that. Right? Homosexuality is only looked down on in, in the readings and the writings of the time. It's not only, but is mostly looked down on in the readings and writings of the time. It's because the copulation needs to lead to the advancement of the species and the tribe. And so you would save, right? People would know if you didn't have masturbation, if you had good sex or whatever, and if you didn't, uh, you know, waste your nut out there by doing anal sex with your buddies, then the chance of you producing a child and having more people to work the land or help out fight the other tribes or, or whatever the slave foundation is and you needed to replete the slaves or whatever it was, it was designed out of the doctrine so that way our species could continue. But it may be that homosexuality is the only thing that saves our species. I don't know. That I think de definitely deserves a Google Scholar page. I won't. I won't say that. I won't make that. But I will say that homosexuality may have already saved a few people that is very that is very very possible in the statistical probability that those that they would say was of a virgin birth and accepted as pure themselves it is possible we're of a homosexuality or polyamorous nature. Whoa. 
Did you really just go there? Okay, well, we're going to be back on that. Let that marinate in your mental soup. Huh? Is that okay? Did I just take you somewhere where you're... I cannot believe what he just said. I cannot believe what he just said.
red and blue. This is for you, my baby doll. This is for you, my love. This is for you. I get a tickle every time you sing this to me. To myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of the rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands. My baby, my baby, when my baby makes me laugh, she tells this song now, she sings it up now, cause life can always be better when you're blessed and you think, see what you have to do is just understand that life isn't judged on other people's judgment of you, is life is always set with the limitations that you set upon yourself and then judge then of how you compare yourself to other people. But don't compare yourself to other people. Compare yourself to the inner voice and what that tells you that you need to be. Be it, be it whatever doctrine, before you follow any doctrine, do you just listen to yourself? It's amazing how yourself makes a lot of sense. Up and beyond. That's why it's when kids are so brutal and so honest with what they say is because the inner voice that they have is elevated to the adult level where they, they haven't got a filter. They haven't developed people telling them to shut up. It's just blatant, honest. This is the truth. So here's what happens. devastation is going on in the desert and how how am i reading this it's great if you guys want to do a series email me uh clem.cc.boc at gmail.com call the program for the it goes for both podcasts it's 916-794-5598 i'm reading one two three four five Six, well, I've finished that book already. I'm reading six different books covering three, no, four, 
covering four different major religions. So I already took the courses on female and religions and death and dying, right? I got those in the back. You ever want to figure out how society views the importance of their people? Look at the death ceremonies and then look at where they, where they view their, their females of the species. But if you read like, oh, there's Quran. So the Quran, uh, we've got the Hindu book. We've got the Buddhist book. We've got a, like I said, it's like a sixth grade. It's called the book, right? And it's kind of written in kind of modern tongue. Then you got the new international version, which is amazing. I love the international version because it's more like the dictation or the translation is in the true song song. So you get repetitive verses saying the same things in it. But uh, I picked that up. And then uh, just kind of the regular, you know, Christian's Bible. And then, of course, uh, Santeria. So uh, that book I already read. So we have that. So that's, that gives a lot of the ancestral uh, and um, ancestral and I would say poly, poly, polygamous, right, in their theology, right? So they had a lot of polygods. So they had a lot of polyme, polytheologists. I don't know. I'm not an anthropologist. Just a biologist. But yeah, so you read all those, and what happens is you get to see this big picture, right? Because that's all these are, is a series of songs and interpretations of what's happening at the time, what's very, very bad and devastation. That's all it is. Very few times do they record the many years of all the good shit that goes on. No, it's all the fucking bad shit that, that happened, right? <laughs> the Jerusalem wall goes down. This happens. The slaves happen. Moses happens. Everything. The plagues happens. You right? There's a. Imagine. I tell this. This. All right. So this is. All right. So I got to tell the story. Right. If you look at all the films going on, because we were going to touch on Leviticus, so let's just hit this out of the way, so we can go back to the good stuff of sex. Right. If you look at. <sighs> Many different books, all, all may or may not touch a base kind of on a, on a pure birth, right? Something of, of a house that did not have child and then and child has come. And whether it's a story of, of uh, Joseph and Mary or whether it's a story of, of Zachariah or something like that or, or another, whatever it is, right? Whether it's in uh, Indian tongue or Aztec tongue or whatever it is. Right, there's some kind of a, a pure primordial birth of something, right? But it, if you look at a lot of the Bibles, like let's go look at early Moses, right? Early Genesis and, and, and Moses being the author of the story here. You must understand that the movies are fake, right? The movies are absolutely fake. Moses had no interaction with many, many people. And if you don't understand that, I'm going to tell you why right now. It's because you need to think of yourself, no matter if he's in the company of, of ruling class or wherever he is, children are as cruel as children will be. And so him in competition of another 
right? Actually, blood, right, of the ruling class. <clears throat> and it, I don't know if you guys ever get to the point to understand that Moses was actually a bastard and that the story of the cradle and him being found was actually to cover the actual birth that one of the ants uh, didn't have. And so it, Moses was actually born a bastard. And so they, they created that story to cover it. But Moses, because he was a bastard in the family, because cr children are so cruel, imagine being a ruling emperor's son you have the authority to do a lot of things. And a lot of things you would do is you would, you would shield an outside blood child from getting any attention from, from your father or your mother or anybody else. And you would, you would make up stories about it and it would be horrific. And so if you were Moses, all you'd want to do is hide. You would want to be out of sight all the time because one, your fear of, of screwing up and getting killed. Screwing up and getting killed. And so the only places to go is, is either in the clergy, which are the people that understand and have the knowledge and the reading, writing skills and everything at the time, right? In the citadel or whatever, you have to escape. But you're not going to go by the slaves, right? Because you have, as, even as your name is Moses, you are going to get shunned there, right? Because they know the story of what you really are. And so that's a danger, so as Moses, there was danger everywhere around. So at the time of the plagues, when the emperor could know, when the dynasty could no longer hang on to their slaves and ruling class, <clears throat> when the monuments start, stopped to be built, when everything was, because there was devastation going on and the climate change, just as we see, then they released the slaves and sent them off and drove them off. And since Moses cared, since he had the education, since he saw, you know, he had some pity and some compassion. But to lead these people, to make them understand, they were not educated. Moses was very lucky that he hid. He was very lucky that he hid with the people and he learned from those people and he was able to to learn to read and able to have dialogue and be able to converse and be able to think beyond. And he spent so many years doing that. So when he came to, if you read Genesis, when he came to look at it, it is the most shortened aspect that you can give for people who were uneducated at a time in a song and verse. And so, of course, creationism and how it's viewed today, how the interpretation was lost in fiction. That's what's happening is the stories of fiction that they created at the time. Because at the time when the people were trying to follow this doctrine, they themselves were as, as uneducated in the masses. And so you portray something in different kind of stories. And so Moses, as he's held up for what he's done, it is imagined that his interaction with the ruling class was of a care that he had the interaction with slaves and he didn't at the time. He had so short a time to lead them out of destruction and get them to a valley where they were su survive that he basically reads everything in story and verse into seven days. And it's amazing. It's, it's lovely. It's, 
It is as grand a story. Do you understand that a person can create and whether it was 6,000 or 600,000, however you were going to argue the numbers that were there, he was able to, in this story that he authored and created, to get them to congeal, to get them to follow to get them to say there will be another way. This is kind of how it is. Because he had no ethos, he had no logos, he had no pathos with the slaves, except that he was the bastard in the ruling class. And that being a bastard there, I mean, although you didn't have to do the work of the slave, it's not like the slaves are gonna work up, look up to you because you got something that they don't have, right? Being a bastard inside the family of the emperor, there's no love there that you can get enjoyment and security because the ruling class is not a pure blood of that. And if you just read all the books and have them lay out the big picture of if folds and you see that Moses was such an amazing, amazing medical doctor of the time. And the story of his staff and the snake and how it turned is because at the time, the most serious injuries were snake bites. And so the doctors of the day were the ones who were the serpent carriers. You've just reached a checkpoint in your knowledge. We will continue now. Congratulations. You made a checkpoint in the knowledge there. How it unfolds. And it's fantastic. Because everything he's talking about, the way he explains it in his song, his verse, is in line with what they understood at the time. They were very, very advanced in their understanding of science and physics and how the universe worked and how longitude and latitude and how to align things, how to build beautiful, amazing structures and how to basically farm. Like you got an ant farm, do you? Read them a doctrine and tell them they're going to be a better day for them. And then just keep growing and growing and growing and multiplying them. That's what, you know, that's, you throw them a doctrine and they keep multiplying or whatever it was. A lot of it was something they invented. In the absence of something, something is going to be invented, right? Necessity is the absence of invention or invention is the... Oh, I don't know. However that goes. But that's why it's, it's so amazing. I wish I could see the movie that is like that, where Moses is having to hide all the time and where he spends all his nights and days and then he goes back late at night and go, okay, hi, mother. Yeah, you got something I can eat? Yeah, no, I don't want to go talk to them. Just tell me when I got to go around the ceremonies. I'll just read. It's fine. And he was an amazing fucking doctor. Amazing. Chemist. Everything he knew, physicist, chemist, biologist, theologian, because that's the only people that had the real knowledge, right? Because those that studied the faith, because they had everything documented there. And so, hey, 
Moses did what he did in the seven days of getting out all the explanations of how true evolution is. How about that? How about I just flip Genesis over to evolutionists now? Uh Uh-oh, don't go there. Checkpoint of knowledge reached. That's just it. And it's great. Let's go to Leviticus before we get done here. Before we get done in the fun. Can we go to Leviticus? Because that's what I, I wanted to go to sleep. And not that I don't want to read the Bible. It's just the cadence of it. Right? How the cadence is. Is just perfect. To put me to sleep. And I probably can't. Probably can't find it now. Oh, here we are. I started with Leviticus. Now, this is kind of funny, but it's not. Because it it really took a lot of, you know, there is nothing saying that those that aren't preaching a certain faith don't have the utmost belief in absolute everything it says. They're called conservatives conservatives then you have the people who are centralists they're like well what's going on in the world today and how can we kind of align so that we will take everybody right we'll take everybody we'll just align though there's certain people we won't yes of course we'll have extreme limitations on the on the babylonians and the you know sodom and gonorrah people but other than that and then there's progressive people where they understand that there's a dictation of stories that were given in verse to a lot of people who were uneducated at the time because they did not have the time because of the devastation of disease and famine. You got to just look back where we started with vaccines and where people stopped dying. And then when they stopped dying and the plague stopped, why? Because science gets to the way it is and science works hand in hand with religion because, of course, the only people that can fund the science are the people who had the money and the people who had the money are the people who are getting money. The only people who are getting the money was the doctrines. Even if you look back in the book, Leviticus is the first barbecue recipe manual and the way it was is because the only way for atonement was through sacrifice. And most of the sacrifice had to either do with fowl, with birds, right? Or they were with goats, or they were sheep, or they were bulls. Or you were rich enough, and you got money, and you got the good seats in the friggin' pulpit, right? Because these are the ones that gave the gold and silver. But if you don't have gold and silver, then how are you going to get to heaven, well, you pick out your best because the the priests there who are jolly rolly and have a good belly, they don't want to eat the fucking sick animals. And you bring that shit and we'll cut it up and we'll put it on this wood plank and we'll barbecue that up because we're burning mesquite. That's what they're doing, just burning mesquite there. Trying to load something. And it is now loading. 
For those of you that have gone to Beyond Our Comp, I mean, to Patreon and Beyond Our Comprehension, our website is Beyond Our Comprehension. You can go to Bond Our Compre- beyondourcomprehension.com, go to Patreon. That was just the break so I could set up the other camera. So you get the live feed. That's right, the live feed for that dollars, fifty, $25, $75. Give what you can, give more. You know, it takes a lot. Takes a lot to get through Leviticus because I get hungry. It's not a book to read at night when you just smoked an indica and you want to go to sleep because it makes me hungry. You're talking about how you're preparing and cutting up and you're sampling everything. You're putting everything on some mesquite wood and you're barbecuing it right up and it's the best of the best of the best. Are you kidding me? It's like Kobe beef, but everything of the animals, you're giving me the best? All these peasants are? Wow. No wonder the peas are getting so fat. It didn't start off that way. The priest didn't start off that way. First, the peasants would just bring whatever they could, and they would leave it outside the temples. And disease, hello, don't just kill your bull there and fucking leave it. And now we got flies and then flies and we got disease. And there would just be dead animals everywhere because all these poor peasants and people and slaves didn't have any gold and silver to give to the way to heaven. And so they're like, hey, we want to go too. So they would dump it off. And then finally, finally, Leviticus, finally, someone comes up with the how to for slaves to get to heaven and atonement for whatever you do. And it tells you which one you need to do, whether it's bull, whether it's goat, whether it's sheep, whether it's bird, what qualifies, what level, right? It's just like going into the confessional and saying, I've done this father. And they say, go outside and say this, how many owl fathers and this many hell Marys and you'll be good to go. And so they tell them, all right, well, this is the way you go. But we want the good stuff, and you can't just leave it at our fucking steps because we're trying to read our books. We're trying to plan in science. We're trying to honor the Lord. We're trying to do all the things we do. So everything has to be prepared nice, and that way we can cook it up. We'll have some fucking dinners. We'll invite some people over. That's how parties, that's how the raves got started, right? Neighboring uh, volcano goes off and shoots up into the air. Everybody puts their hands up and waves them just like, don't care because we got Leviticus, the first barbecue recipe recorded. I can't say that that it's the first because I'll have to check the Quran first to see. They may have something better. They may have some spice. There's no spice in this one. They all did it with mesquite wood. It just tells it that one recipe may do it all. Shout out to that McDonald's putting all that soy into their burgers. I heard it's not even burger anymore. Everything is soy. Now it's just laced with a chemical that makes it taste like beef. Don't sue me. I don't know. This is an entertainment show. Facts are not checked. Read it for yourself. I suggest you go to Goodwill. Save some books there. They have plenty that aren't hardback, right? The hardback ones are like 
a dollar more. So get the get the ones that are soft. There's so many that you can save. I'm gonna do this write-up called Oh God when out when art thou. Oh God when when art thou. I'm really trying to earn this doctorate I got from the Universal Life Church. More than just, hey, you can come into the Mutiny Studio Radio and do you know that I can marry you on stage? Comics, I can marry you on stage. That's right. I'm licensed. But I'm trying to earn it, right? I'm trying to read and I'm trying to give dialogue here. I'm trying to give you something that you can look at other than just the same merry-go-round. Sometimes you got to get off that thing. And ride a roller coaster of knowledge. Come ride that roller coaster of knowledge with me. Don't you sit next to that ignorant tree. If I gave you the apple of knowledge, would you take of it? Would you take of it? If I had just said, here it is. No schooling. You don't have to go $55,000 in debt to be a respiratory therapist. You don't have to put $60,000 into your degree. Quarter of a million you want to be dentist or more. Your MD, nothing. Right here, here's your apple. Here it is, right here. Here's your apple. You want to take it from me? Do you want that apple? Oh, dangerous, isn't it? Danger, danger. So what are we going to do? There's another boat coming through the harbor. We better make way. And what it is, it's the owner manuals for aging. That's right. It's the owner manual for aging, and I am trying to give it to you right now. This episode is going to take three different cameras. It has taken three different cameras. Hold on. Got to start it. You pay for it. I got to give it to you. So be patient when I start another camera here. Now I got camera one and camera two. Mm, camera, Camera two, I can tell you, has been through a lot in its life. So much so... You know when you flip the screen forward and it's supposed to like reset, it stays upside down. But it's golden, and I'm going to sit back down. I'm going to raise this up to a man's level. And I'm going to come down here just a little bit. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about aging. Sorry, I got the snivels. Breast milk. Breast milk and aging. Don't give your elderly parents breast milk. If you had a recent child, they don't need it. They may say they do. They may act like they do. They may have the Alzheimer's dementia or or whatever has gone wrong with their brain saying, I want the titty. Don't give them that breast milk. Save it for your own child. Just remember, the only thing you need to do 
with the aging is stimulate their mind and their reflexes. And you can do this the same way, right? Because our aging society, as everybody knows, if you've experienced, I did. Oh, to see my grandfather go through that Alzheimer's and the dementia. There was one time I was hunting and I could creep slow. He was, his mother was 50% Indian, if the story is correct. And I have the book, but it's like 450 friggin' pages to go through. 450 pages. I haven't done 450 pages since I was doing, what was it? Oh, what was it that I was reading? I can't remember at all. That's how important it was. Just to let you know. Sorry for that background feed there. I had a YouTube thing playing. All right, reflex. Lay the grandparent on their back. And when they are calm... But not sleeping. You know how they like to go to sleep. No nappy nappy. Not this time. I want you to sneeze. Or cough suddenly. Right? And then that makes sure that they've still got a strong moral reflex. And that they jerk with their arms and legs out. Now. Sometimes you got to stroke. Their hands. And they should try to grab you. Stroke your hand, grab you. Stroke your hand, grab you, right? Make sure you're doing that with your grandparents. Tease them, right? When you're handing them the dinner plate, go, here's your plate. Nope. Here's your plate. Nope. Have them keep reaching out. Here's your plate. Nope. Psych. Psyched you. Grandma, grandpa, let's play a game of psych. Sometimes you got to lay them on their back. And then you got to just go ahead and turn their head right to the right. And then make sure that arm, right? Make sure that right arm sticks out. And then when they do the left, make sure, you know, they turn the head to the left. Make sure, make sure their balance and coordination is right. And what I'm talking about is because, you know, if whether they're in a wheelchair or a walker, you need to understand where they are with, with their uh, progression of any kind of disorders they may have and a lot of it comes from neuro disorders and if they're small enough if they're small enough i want you to grip your grandma and grandpa under their armpits facing you make sure your fingers are there to keep their head from falling backwards and now i want you to sit in a chair and when you lift them up lift your grandparents up right up in the air lift them up let them stand up there and say, hey, you cutie, let them stand. Hi, cutie, cutie. And place their feet on your thighs and say, stand up. Come on. And then, you know, if hopefully they're not of too much excessive pounds and, and they'll just press their feet down and you'll know, okay, you're right. And that's their stepping. That is the most important one is because because most of the accidents of our elderly and aging community is falling, falling. 
falling. Found my grandfather on our bathroom floor, on our tile, fallen with his walker. And at night he has gone to the bathroom and he gotten over to the toilet and whether he had um, a heart attack or whatever happened, in the morning we found him there. So they're walking. Their stepping reflex is very important. And it gives you a reason to go to the gym now after the holidays and work out your upper core body so you can lift your elderly people up and down. Here's the next one. Because so many people in the skilled nursing facilities, there's so many times that there is elderly abuse and it is uncalled for. So help your grandparents, your elderly people, and your family defend themselves. Here we go. We want to make sure that you keep your grandparents cognitive of real and imaginary attackers. These defensive reflexes, excuse me, will not expire until they lose their ultimate motor control. Or maybe when they lose their ultimate goal, these will actually increase. Well, I don't know for sure. The book is very ambiguity, has very ambiguous on that. But here's what you do. You lay your grandparents on their back and you hold a toy like 12 inches above their face and you slowly move it toward the face. Sometimes I would say just drop it. Just go ahead and let it go and just drop it, right? And they should turn their head. If not, they've got a defensive problem and now you get them into jujitsu. I don't care. 98, 91, 103, 84. You get them into jujitsu right now so they can see those punches coming at them in the skilled nursing facility so they can defend themselves. Our population is growing. People are obese. They're going to need medical help. They're going to be aging. The, the diabetes and rampant, everything that's going to happen is going to affect them. And they need to defend themselves. And if you are not preparing your grandparents now, if you're not, if you're not now, if now you don't go to your you know, Thanksgiving dinner and go, hi, grandma, and get through the hugs and stuff like that. And you're just taking it and you're throwing a fist right to their face, right? And just connecting because they, they don't move. You know immediately they're uh, danger, danger. There's a problem here. We better fix grandparents' defensive reflexes now. All right, let's make a family plan. We're here for the holidays. Let's do this. Too far? Never. Well, it is important. You know, this really is only a year protocol there. You, you can do nine months too. Nine months, you know, if by the end of the nine months of this kind of therapy, this kind of uh, this book where you can really, what you're doing is reteaching the taught, right? 
that's really what elderly people, they just lose their memories and they go back and, and they're small memories. It was long ago. And so you're reaffirming already the people who were taught. So it's reaffirmation of the taught, this book. And nine months of this therapy, the milestones that your grandparents mostly should model is here. Here's how they do. One, they should look for their kings and their walkers. At nine months, if you hide stuff, their wheelchair and their cane and their walkers from them, they should be able to recognize, I can't walk without that. If they can't, if they can't make the decision, then they have some immediate cognitive defunctions. By nine months, your grandparents, they should become upset when you say goodbye and leave. You should have some kind of an emotional bond with them that is of such level and competent that you should see tears from their eyes. I want their souls to rip in half and tear from them in the absence of your vision and love. If they're good, if they really love you, if you've got this therapy down, then the grandparents should mimic what you say. And I'm not just talking babble, babble, and just light conversation. If you say, fuck you, grandma, they should say, fuck you, grandson. If you say, fuck you, grandpa, they should say, well, fuck you, granddaughter, you piece of shit. You're not amounting to anything, piece of shit, waste of the energy of our family's concern and birthday presents since your birth up to now, you're 18. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not in the development milestones, Grandma and Grandpa. You've gone over a little bit. I didn't say that. Let's stick to just fuck you, okay, and eat shit. At this time... If you piss them off enough because you've done all things, then they should be more independently moving. They should be chasing your ass around the house, sometimes with a stick, sometimes with a belt. Maybe they throw a shoe. But independently, they should be more upset at you and trying to kick your ass than they had before. A lot of that may be even trying to crawl if they fall just to tear the skin from your skeleton. Or they may just grab you, pull your hair down, and fling you to the ground, sit on you until you expire. That is actually a 12-month development milestone, but if you do that at nine months, you get the black belt. You get a funeral service, but you get the black belt too. At this time in nine months, if you're really doing a good job, then they should begin to manipulate and understand how their world works, right? They should, at this time, be able to understand how objects work. If they can't use a fucking iPhone or computer right? Download their favorite stream, get on Netflix and Amazon, buy something, return it, operate a can camera, right? Drive a car. Then this is at the point where you're going to have to go into the 12-month 
therapy session. And I know, I know. But this is the responsibility that you assume for not even asking to be fucking born. Do you understand? You come into life with debt already and that's the family that you're fucking born to. Jesus Christ, fuck me. Are you serious? But you care. At times you care and that's what happens. And this is why it's so important. This is why the aging milestones in the book of how to operate your grandparents and aging. And you know, by monitoring their aging physical development, you can calculate their percentile. And this number describes on how well you yourself are modeling the program, right? Are you really kicking their fucking ass? Is, are you leaving bruises is what I want to know. Are you really committed to the therapy and you're saying no pain, no gain, grandparents? You can compare, you know, your progression with the national average and the models of elderly of the same age and same sex. And there are many variables that are compared using this. You know, a lot of it is like, how heady are they, right? Did they use a lot of drugs, a little bit of drugs? What was their drug preference in the day? Stuff like that. You would be amazed. You would be amazed. But that is going to be next time on Beyond Our Comprehension. As of always, keep it between the ditches. I love you all. Don't be upset. They're all just words. Keep it between the ditches. Earl Murphy Hartage, 1903-1999. God bless you. I see trees of green, red roses too, I see them bloom for me and you, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world, I see skies of your boy Sifo here. I'm here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? 
Claw Tigers. We fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers. We're part of the riding community. Claw Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Mr. Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for the Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
What's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8 that's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Point your guns away. 